Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Get attacked by an angry shark. Stuck up a mountain in the dark. Pushed up the top of a big landmark. Hit by lightning in your local park. Caught in a downpour of acid rain. Struck by a meteor or a train. A proton beam passing through your brain. Attacked by that angry shark again. Hear how they survive. Trampled by a herd of buffalo. Chased with an axe by your new friend Joe. Buried alive in a pile of snow. The worst case Hello. Hi. (laughs) Welcome to Worst Case Scenario, the podcast where we tell survival stories of people who found themselves in terrible situations. Did you see how I resisted repeating the title there? Because you did. Would have been too repetitive. Mm -hmm. Um, And survived to tell the tale. We're using their stories to build our own survival toolkit, um, so we can also one day survive the same traumatic. (laughs) scenarios we will obviously yeah we're suddenly we're gonna come much more adventurous yeah try all these things and we'll be prepared be prepared rest in peace can't believe it didn't make to the live action movie okay a scar song from the lion king oh sure how are we friends i truly don't know sometimes (laughs) 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 do you want to see what i saw in the news yeah it's another woman something <laughs> like you know the headline like woman did yeah. this okay go on mine is woman stranded in australian bush for five days survives by drinking wine well <laughs> okay so she's just got a backpack full of wine um lillian 48 had of course she's called lillian <laughs> lillian has got mugs at home that say this isn't coffee it's wine <laughs> <laughs> and in this case, it was. Yeah. Um, Lillian, 48, had set off on holiday and was driving through dense brushland when she hit a dead end and realised she had taken a wrong turn. But while trying to turn around, her car became bogged in mud. With no mobile coverage, she was unable to call for help. And I think what it said was... Um, yeah, so... She doing like a booze cruise. So Lillian, who does not drink. Oh, <laughs> was off her tits when the emergency services only, arrived. Only had a bottle of wine, which she had planned to give as a present oh. and some sweets. She used the car's heater to keep warm overnight. After five days, emergency services spotted her car as they flew over the area. She was taken to hospital and treated for dehydration. Doesn't what isn't wine and diuretic doesn't make you more dehydrated than if she hadn't have drunk the wine Mm. maybe it just made her five days more enjoyable (laughs) watching the sunset glass of wine just kind of like chilled her out um she says asked how the wine tasted she swore and added i thought i was going to die out there my whole body shut down on friday First thing that came to mind was water and a cigarette. <laughs> it's a legend till the end. Uh, should we tell a story? <laughs> Another one? Uh, we do need a follow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, if, you, if you're enjoying this podcast so far, um, please do follow us. If we us. haven't personally offended you yet. Apology. Yeah, a nice addition of the yet, Julia. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's clever, forward thinking. Um, yeah, you can follow us online at WCSPod. Or you can just subscribe to the podcast and give us a little review. That'd be really nice. That's very helpful. Yes, um, please. 
Right, today's story is actually inspired uh, by one of the listener stories we've already had. Oh. I was like, let's find out more. That's nice. Yeah. Um, And it's in the year 2019. (gasps) Recent. Both of us fully up thriving, (laughs) up alive. (laughs) Um, The year we met. It is the year we met. This is our anniversary story. So exciting, so romantic. What have you bought me? Uh, Did you know 2019 marked the end of the Big Bang Theory, Game of Thrones, and Taylor Swift and Katy Perry's feud? Big year. It's a big year. There's a royal baby, fourth Toy Story. And like you said, me and Julia have started out in our first year of stand-up comedy and more importantly, friendship. (laughs) um our story takes place in the summer of 2019 though so you know we've we've done a few gigs got a few Mm -hmm. gigs under our belt by now uh more specifically late july when did uh when disney's photorealistic recreation of the lion king came out and it was it was just really the the month of cats because also the first nightmare inducing cats trailer was dropped oh my god do you remember that i yeah i went to the cinema to watch cats because <gasps> it was so bad like i needed to see how bad it truly was and was it worth it or did you just feel like you wasted money it was the longest film i've ever sat through well at least you get was, your money's worth you did get yeah but and i it was traumatizing have you seen it no i never because i was like i would like to watch it just for bands and then people were like abby value your life more <laughs> Yeah, I don't value my life enough. Um, and I went to see it with my friends, and my friend at one point leaned over to me and was like, isn't it weird that they've made cats with boobs? That's what I think and all the time. I could not stop looking at Taylor Swift's cat boobs the whole time. It's just cats with boobs. It's um, insane. Yeah. I've never been more disappointed in Judy Dench. I'm sorry. That's true. I forgot she was in it. She was there for the paycheck, for sure. And like, no shade she didn't to Judy know. for that. Oh, come on. She didn't know they were going to make it weird. Cats is a weird musical. I think that was the core (laughs) issue there. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Well, 2019, Abby was was trying to write a bit about it. She didn't... Never came through. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't remember that bit. It was something... You went with queefing instead. It was meant to be like... It was something I remember. It was about... It was about the rum tum tugger and then something about hold my beer, but I was like, hold my milk. And that was that was the end of the bit. Um, Bring it back. <laughs> Bring it back. It's clearly a killer bit. Get it in the Edinburgh show. They, they actually had to edit the laughter out there because it was just too overwhelming. I bet. The mics peaked and it was too much. Mm-hmm. They had to just cut it out, but it happened. Right. Um, most importantly, though, July 2019 was the month Megan the Stallion birthed the viral catchphrase hot girl summer so who are we talking about colin dowler that's that's the star of today's story he's like a hot girl well colin dowler's hot girl summer plan uh was on a saturday morning he was gonna explore some potential hiking routes to climb mount doogie Dar- no <laughs> no edit that out neil edit it out mount what mount doogie dowler in british columbia <laughs> that's not real uh, it is real. Mount Doogie Dowler was actually named after his grandfather by a resident of the nearby Quadra Island. And yeah, his grandfather owned the general store on the island for decades and it was named as a memorial to him because the mountain could be seen every day from the front porch of the store. Aww, that's cute. That's, that's nice, nice, isn't it? So, but back to Colin, uh, his grandson. Uh, it was his 45th birthday on the coming Monday. We're on Saturday and he was looking for an outdoorsy adventure over the weekend before. It's a... Do you want to know about Mon- Mount Digidala? Sure. I've done a lot of research. <laughs> 20 pages worth. Yeah, and I've heard this story is a short one, so... Uh, um, yeah, it's, give me the facts. It's a, it's a double summit. Ooh. Yeah, which means it looks like a little snow-covered cowboy hat. They Cute. Call, they call it the cowboy hat. Colin had tried to climb it before with his dad and friends, but they'd been weathered out from the summit. This time, he wasn't trying to get to the top, though. He just wanted to have an explore and find a different approach. He wanted to find some new routes. Okay. Um, and this time, he'd also be going alone. Red flag. He said there wasn't a lot of glory in spending the time it takes to find a new route into the Alpine. Um, and his friend that was most likely to say yes had denied <laughs> that's how I feel like when Best you say no to plans I'm like well that's my only friend <laughs> <laughs> that was quite a lot <laughs> I guess guess I won't do that then <laughs> um, you need to get yourself some more friends I mean. 
That's where you're going wrong. I can't. I date them and then you can't be friends anymore. Um, So he didn't bother asking anyone else because it was more of a labor of love rather than a glorious hike. Because it was like he was going to find Mm. alternative routes rather than like go on an already established one and be like, woo, we made it to the top. Mm -hmm. On his way out for the hike, he grabs his new buck knife on the side and puts it in his pocket. His dad, who Colin described as a pretty cheap guy, (laughs) had spontaneously popped around with his first ever random gift of Colin's adult life. Like, hey, want a buck knife? And he was like, yeah, sure, dad. I feel like that's going to come in handy. Maybe. Or maybe it's a random piece of information. Oh, as a, just a little breadcrumb. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm trying to confuse you. Oh, Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> um, there are no towns near Doogie Dowler. Love that name. Mm, that is a Doesn't great name. Doesn't it just sound like a cartoon dog? Yeah. It sounds like, who's the... Hey, Doogie. Oh, wait, it's Hey, Doggy. Yeah. But in Canada, there's a, there's a moose. There is a ride at Disneyland. <laughs> okay. So, there are no towns near Doogie Dowler, um, but there is a logging camp about 10 miles away down a valley. So, Colin's plan was to boat over to the camp, then bike up the logging road before setting out on foot higher up. When he arrived at the logging camp, only the camp cook is around, but he kindly offers to drive him a bit way up the mountains so he doesn't have to bike so far. Colin accepts, and after getting a lift, he ditches his bike at the side of the road to start hiking up through tight bush or brush um i don't know what the different things they do i guess uh, like bush makes you think of australia yeah do you mean like well i'm gonna interchange both words great and you just pretend i'm saying the right one okay okay he said often he couldn't see his foot in front of him so that's Mm. how overgrown this area is like it says he's trying to find a new route so he's going off off course Mm. um He sets up his tent and camps overnight in the Alpine, and after doing the scouting he wants to do, he heads back down to the road in the morning. He finds his mountain bike where he left it, at the side of the road, gets out of the brush slash bush. That's Canada for you. Uh, Yeah. Nowhere else is your bike still going to be where you left it. I couldn't believe it. I was like, you just leave it? But I guess there's just like no people around also where he is. True, yeah. Um, So unless the loggers pick it up, whereas I feel like you can't carry many logs on the bike, so... So he gets back on the bike, makes his way out of the bush, and makes his way back to the logging camp. On the home stretch, he's looking forward to his birthday the next day, um, and it's been a pretty uneventful trip that's gone off without a hitch, and you're probably wondering why on earth I'm telling you about a guy who just had a nice hike. Mm, I am. I know, it's terrible content for this podcast. Um, <laughs> he better but... develop a horrible disease or something. <laughs> <laughs> and then his foot just fell yeah. off. <laughs> no, okay, so he's riding back, um, but... As he came round the bend, seven kilometres away from the logging camp, about 100 foot in front of him was a grizzly bear. Mm. Here we go. towards him. So this is the listener story talking about the bears. And I was yes. like, what's the difference between the bears? And I wanted to find out more. Here we go. Okay. So he had spotted some elderberry bushes clearly pulled over by a large animal on his way up the mountain and took it as a sign of bears. So he tried to be as noisy as possible, making up little goofy rhymes as he put it um whilst also whacking out some classics from the prevent a bear attack repertoire like you said hey Hey, bear (laughs) just so fly isn't it i Um, see you over there (laughs) you gotta do it with a wink hey bear hey bear bear. it's like it's like joey like how you doing um he knew enough about bears not to sneak up on them or run from them uh, he also had bear spray Who's with him. Who's sneaking up on a bear? <laughs> well, as in, like, that's why you're noisy. So oh, that they, I like, see. know you're coming rather than yeah. what's just happened where he just comes around the corner. And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, okay. shit. Um, he also had bear spray with him and all his previous run-in with bears had been entirely civil or usually he just <laughs> didn't see them. So he wasn't worried. Uh, typically, bears want to avoid us as much as we want to avoid them. Like I said, he'd had previous encounters, though. Those were with black bears. This right. was the first time he'd seen a grizzly and it was staring right <sighs> at him. God. So let's learn about bears. Here come the facts. More singing. I got a lot. Okay. So this is it's actually really interesting though. So I'm gonna I'm gonna teach you how to tell the difference between a black and brown bear. <laughs> Colour? No. Oh. 
So, despite the names brown and black bear, coat colour is the least reliable characteristic for identifying bears. For instance, Call grizzly. them something else. No, no. Surely. Right? Well, I guess grizzly. Uh, we'll get to it. Okay, sorry, carry on. But yeah, really, they should. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm gonna, if you get brown black bears yeah. and black Well, I've actually, bears. I've, I've come up with some alternative names. Okay, great. Um, so, uh, for instance, grizzlies may be pale, almost luminous blonde. Mm. Yeah. Or reddish blonde, light brown, dark brown, or almost black. They have a picture here of the different, and I ge- generally think it looks like a L'Oreal hair <laughs> <laughs> like you know when on the, the you know ones. on the shelf where they have all the oh, different yeah. colors in a line don't you think that just shows like oh blonde, yeah red brunette black you can see that picture on our instagram you're gonna put that do on you know, there? do you know, do, do yeah, you know what our instagram is sure it's wcs pod well done yes <laughs> at there's probably an at in there somewhere yeah about halfway through um <laughs> Body size is also not a reliable indicator for identifying bears. Mm. So here is what to look out for. Okay. Number one, the hump. <laughs> My hump. <laughs> that seems very, very intimate. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> no. Do they have a hump on their shoulders or not? So brown bears do, black bears don't. Right? Right. So brown bears. Not like these muscles. Not kind the- of like above the shoulder yeah kind of like between the shoulders okay so like a hunchback yeah so basically brown bears look like those pictures of what humans will look like in a hundred years if you don't stop using your computer oh god yeah whereas black bears their highest point is their butt like a kardashian so that's why i think we should call them gamers or kardashians okay nice which is which again so like hunched over is grizzly bear is grizzly big ass Kardashian, black bear. Black bear, right. I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, a grizzly also typically has a concave or dish-shaped profile, whereas a black bear normally has a fairly straight po- profile from forehead to nose tip. The, the, the grizzly's eyes are like deep set. Black bears look more dog-like. Oh. <laughs> black bears are adorable. I'm not going to lie. Oh. I've looked at so many pictures. They're so cute. Um, and they have flatter, shorter fur. Grizzly bears also have smaller, rounded ears. So that's quite cute. Mm. Um, and black bears ears appear larger longer more erect <laughs> love that word mm. and pointed but with this you have to take into account the angle you're looking at them from sure yeah that makes a difference and also whether they've been swimming because <laughs> a grizzly rock in a wet wet look hair their ears will appear bigger because relative to their slick back look sure you yeah know? you get more you really see you see, the you see more of the hat mm. the, the ear mm-hmm. penultimate is their claws right uh, on the front paws they're a really good way to differentiate though this method has limitations for obvious reasons <laughs> <laughs> um, but basically grizzly bear claws are a lighter color they only have a gentle curve and they're much longer their claws are as long as human fingers gross that's um, horrible up to four inches long like a kardashian yeah no no you're confusing them now you're confusing them just gamers because like they haven't left their computer like their fingernails have just grown so long and they're really good at piano long fingernails is the most disgusting thing sorry um whereas black bears have shorter more sharply curved dark claws which are more well adapted for climbing trees and tearing into rotten logs in search of insects so bad thing about black bears is they can climb trees anyway um so yeah just in general black bears are cuter um you also may have noticed that sometimes i said brown bear sometimes i said grizzly it's because grizzly bears are considered just a subspecies of brown bear okay the only difference is geography and diet so brown bears are mainly coastal uh (laughs) more fish in the diet yeah more access to marine foods whereas grizzlies live further inland that's why they're so angry. No fish. It's real pissed and cold. They're living off those elderberries. I know. The others get a beach and mm, they have to live in mountains. I'd be grizzly too. Um, well, they're actually called grizzly for both their fur and their nature. Grizzly fur? So their fur is grizzled, meaning silver tipped. Uh, oh. But it's also believed that they were they did originally get their name f- after the word grizzly, meaning gruesome or scary. Um, and here we go. I'm going to try attempt some Latin. Uh, but their scientific Excellent. classification... Ursus Arctos Horribilis. Wow. Was also named after their horrifying reputation by a naturalist in 1850. It's 
like Attenborough is in the room yeah so basically people aren't they don't really like him <laughs> yeah they don't have a lot of fans um I wonder why which is why also the black bears I think should be Kardashians just just like more fans sure whereas like grizzlies are more of like the online trolls I see. see. Yeah, I'm they're like online you. trolls on the computer, humpback. Yeah. Me, 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 you look fat in that. Yeah. Black bears, don't care. They got a TV show. Fuck you. I'm so rich. Exactly. Who cares? They're apex predators, meaning they're top of the food chain. Mm-hmm. They eat everything big. And their large hump on their shoulders. Here it comes. Um, it's what makes their forearms super strong because they've got this extra really big muscle. Wow. Like um, a battery pack. Basically, Yeah. Um, and it makes them super strong for running, digging, and turning over rocks. So they're just like really into CrossFit. Yeah. Um, and this is why if you, this is why people tell you if you bump into a grizzly, don't run from it. Because oh, they can outrun. run at 30 miles an hour. Eee, that, is so fast. that is faster than me. Um, and apparently they're more human, they're more dangerous to humans than sharks. Well, yeah, because we live in the same places. Yeah. So while sharks get all the media attention, bear attacks on humans are actually more common and numbers are actually on the rise. However, grizzly bears normally avoid contact with people and rarely actively hunt humans. Uh, Many of these attacks occur when people accidentally stumble upon mother bears with cubs, um, but also the rise in attacks is thought to be due to the growing human use of grizzly bear habitat and problem bears. (laughs) Um, that seems unnecessary problem bears who have associated humans with having potential food near to them maybe problem bears just had a bad upbringing i put problem bears don't label them like yogi bear (laughs) he's a real problem bear is he yeah i watched that in a hotel the other day it was just on telly but he like just he's a bear that's out in a national park and he just like steals everyone's food and everyone's like yogi he's just like a nightmare for the park rangers yeah but it's his fault because he's associating humans with food. Or is that our fault? What, for making up a character called Yogi Bear? For, for ha- having parks where we go and take over their spaces. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. But I'm just saying if Yogi wasn't such a greedy little bitch. Sure. Maybe yeah. everyone would be okay. Um, okay, back to Colin. That's oh, all, yeah. That's all your facts about bears. Did I you feel, enjoy that? I do feel facted up. I, I have a quiz here to see if you could distinguish between grizzly and black bears but it's a it's picture based so Mm. i don't think that's going to be very good audio content probably not but i do want to know if i beat you Mm -hmm. i got 13 out of 15 so i would have only been killed twice that's that is good very good odds it's pretty good out of 15 yeah we'll we'll compete later okay and we'll let you know who won (laughs) also a mistake colin has made as we said at the start is he's traveling solo Mm. in bear country um, and most recorded attacks are on people alone, either in spread out groups. So like if you're, you're left behind a little bit mm. or traveling solo. Um, so Colin stops. Just to remind you, he's come around the corner, bear 100 Big feet bear. away, mm-hmm. looking right at him. And it's a grizzly. Grizzly bear. Yeah. And it's walking towards it's him. Got those silver tips, just like nice. Justin in NSYNC. Nice. Lovely. Mm. Um, okay. So Colin stops. Mm. The bear stops too. The bear looks into the bush, then back to the road. And then he starts to walk again in Colin's direction. But it's okay, because Colin has that bear spray, right? Oh, yeah. He had the bear spray. Well, Colin reaches into his pocket, and it's gone. No. Experts would advise you to keep bear spray somewhere accessible. Yeah. (laughs) But secure. Yeah. Like a bum bag julia sure okay i will accept if you are hiking should have a bag don't you need more than a bum bag yeah but that's not accessible on your back isn't it bum oh, bag I see. on the front okay <laughs> Fine. that was three moves yeah <laughs> i'm ready to take on a bear great good <laughs> close it as well because i don't want to lose my lip gloss <laughs> get her in the woods right i'm ready she's ready for a bear uh but colin uh had kept his bear spray in an unzipped outside pocket and somewhere along the way he'd lost it oh colin oh shit so he thought briefly about trying to cycle away but as we've learned if a bear chases him uh he's gonna have to be cycling faster than 30 miles an hour mm. which i don't feel like he's up to but at least he does have a vehicle he's not yeah. relying on running yeah but but can still. you can you cycle faster than 30 miles an hour no definitely no. not 
Barely um, cycle. So <laughs> I just remembered you say I have the vibe of someone who yeah. can't ride a bike. <laughs> I stand by that. Coming from you. <laughs> rude. Uh, so Colin decides the only thing to do is stand his ground and hope the bear ducks back into the bushes before it gets to him. Right. Um, experts recommend backing away slowly from bears is better to show you're not a threat, but standing your ground is actually the next best thing. And bears often break charge if the person doesn't move. Okay. God, you've got to have balls of steel yeah. to do that, haven't you? Very difficult to stand your ground when you've realised you don't have your bear spray. Yeah. He's but got it- that little knife in his pocket, though. Well. Or has he? Is well, that dropped <laughs> out, too? Let's see. <laughs> um, really, just get just get trousers with zips. Yeah. <laughs> just zip up those pockets, please. I bet he was wearing shorts as well. Yeah, I bet. Um, yeah, it's summer. Anyway, uh, he took his backpack off, took out one of his hiking poles and extended it hoping he could use that as some kind of deterrent measure or weapon. That's all he has okay. at this point. He doesn't have the bear spray. He's like, I'm going to extend the hiking pole. Hope that just keeps the bear away. Yeah. Uh, the bear gets closer and closer. He was 20 feet away and Colin is getting nervous yeah. that he hasn't left yet. Uh, he started to clam up and stopped talking to the bear. So he's, <laughs> he's been doing all the like, hey So passive-aggressive. Everything's okay. <laughs> um now he's giving the but silent now treatment. now he's he's clamming up mm. um the bear just kept coming closer until its head was parallel with his front tire so like he's with his bike oh he's still on the bike yeah mm. he walks past the bike and dips his head slightly returns it to the usual height dips it again returns it to the usual height dips it again then makes eye contact Mm-hmm. Colin looks away because eye contact feels like a bad idea. Yeah, it's He's quite like, like I want to be submissive here. Yeah, I'm going to look away. Then all of a sudden, the bear was past Colin, and for a moment, Colin thought that was it. He was like, the bear. He walked past. Walked him. past him. The bear was just going to continue on its way down the road, and a lot like how I'd re- react in this situation. Colin was like, man, I wish I'd have been filming that because that would have been oh, amazing content Ooh. he was like i've just seen a bear walk straight past me and just carry along so i need cctv in the woods that would have gone viral yeah um the bear's butt uh was just past his rear tire when the bear suddenly did a 180 degree turn and started walking back towards colin <laughs> colin obviously hasn't moved yet so he puts the mountain bike between them and starts backing away talking to it again now all like yeah you know we can just part We're ways cool. no need to viciously kill me yeah promise i won't call never have to see me again um so with the hiking pole outstretched in front of him he places it between the bear's eyes <laughs> it pushed back a little and that seemed like a decent stalemate yeah until it rolled its head bit on the pole and tossed it away <laughs> oh that is that's such a fuck you, isn't it? Yeah. Nice try. Um, just next, reminding you I am a bear. Yeah. You're like, oh, ju- I just can't even imagine that moment. Snapping it like a toothpick. Just like, it's almost like that was a hilarious attempt from you. Yeah, nice. That was very cute. That was adorable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, now I'm going to rip your face he was, off. He was really trying to just, you know, when you put your hand on someone's head. And yeah. Like, he was really trying to do that with a bear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a little stick. Yeah. I. It's almost, <sighs> I feel like the bear... Let him think it worked for dramatic effect. Yeah. I think the bear, it sounds like the bear was really fucking with him the whole time. Like he walks past, he's like, I'm going to go up to him. Then I'm going to walk past yeah. him, let him like Well, later breathe. it is said when the like police go out and try and find this bear, <laughs> it was very much playing cat and mouse with them. Are they going to arrest the bear? Or at least that's what they say. You know, they're all like, oh, you know, it's such a clever bear. Yeah. Or you're dumb <laughs> right <laughs> or, i mean my money is still or, on the bear or the bear's just bearing but it's all like oh we couldn't find him and then it was right behind oh, it was I such see. a clever bear yeah, yeah. i don't know maybe the bear was just walking about and you just couldn't find it anyway um okay so next colin takes off his bag and throws it to the side hoping it would go for the food in there instead of him clever uh, it took a sniff but then started prodding colin with its paw 
Each poke got a little more aggressive until it lifts its paw high. Colin is like, this is going to inflict some real damage. So he throws his bike at it. <sighs> I'm going to say that wasn't the best. Yeah. Cool. But he, also, what What else can you do? He was what at, can you do? He, he was out. He's tried flirting. He's, he's tried poking it in the face. <laughs> what else are you going to do? If <laughs> you've got a bike, you're going to throw it. He hasn't gone for the food. He's tried route one and two. No choice. I don't blame Colin at this point. Throw the bike. Mm. The bear briefly got hung up in the bike, but steps through it, lunges forward, and sinks his teeth between his ribs and his hips on his <gasps> left side. So Colin is in the bear's mouth now. Um, and it carries him 30 or 40 feet towards a bush. Oh my God. So he's got him horizontally like a bur- like a dog with a bone. Yeah. Oh, Between God. his ribs and hip. His thought is if this bear manages to get me to the bush, I'm a goner for sure. Yeah. So he tries to gouge his eyes out. He had. He said he had this image. The bear's eyes out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's just <laughs> like, like I don't. This. I don't want to see this. <laughs> um, he says he had this image of kind of eye gouging and hanging on, but with its big brown eyes. In reality, it was more just a poke in the eye that lasted less than a second, like an eyelash. Like the yeah. bear's got an eyelash. Yeah, it was just oh. like, oh, you got something in your eye. The bear's like, what are you doing? Yeah. The bear obviously didn't like getting poked in the eye. Mm -hmm. So shakes him and he's spun 180 degrees. But the bear then puts him down, pins him to the ground and starts biting and tearing at his thigh. The bear excavated into his thigh. So far, Colin could hear the teeth grinding against his femur bone like a dog chewing a bone. That's so horrible. Yeah. So the bear would bite, come up, bite, come up. And each time Colin tried to play dead, Mm. but every time the bear bit him, it was so excruciatingly painful he couldn't. Like, he'd just scream. Yeah, of course. Um, Oh, I've written a terrible joke. (laughs) Go on. I wrote, it was unbearable. (laughs) Clip that up. Give that one to the fans. That's for you guys. That one. Proud of I am a bit. Yeah, I knew you were. I've written a terrible joke. <laughs> well, just when you're writing it, you don't realise at what inappropriate time it comes. Mm. Oh, yeah, when he's screaming in pain. Go on. Go on. <laughs> but come on. The pun was right there. The pun was right there. So, yeah, usually you should play dead. Um stay still and best case scenario you still have your backpack on and that sometimes protects your vital organs oh if you like curl yeah up, see a bum backpack. bag that's not protecting shit no no no. that's I think maybe you... protecting your dick and that's it oh <laughs> that's no, 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 no no you wear the bum bag across your front like a drug dealer we've already covered this oh so it's literally protecting nothing super... well that kind of covers your like lung maybe mm. and then the backpack on the back i always wear a backpack and a bum bag Cool guy. When I'm traveling. Cool guy. So I can keep yeah. my like train tickets in the front. Yeah. Laptop in the back. Mm. So robbers, attacker on all sides. You'll get something. <laughs> front or back. Um, yeah. So that's best case scenario. Yeah. But Colin was not in the best case scenario. He He's already in. thrown his backpack. Exactly. So what was he in, Julia? The worst case scenario i love the show <laughs> do i get extra points for that neil thank you <laughs> neil said yes just for yeah. now wondering um <laughs> he thought we should do points we should <laughs> no um, we shouldn't my ego can't deal with it it's the only way i'm driven uh <laughs> so yeah he's in the worst case scenario he's throwing his backpack he's just laying out there yeah and he can't play dead because it's too painful so i think he's going to die i think this is where you just go look i'm down he's down to my femur uh my ribs are fucked i i die now this is where i I die i die now (laughs) (laughs) goodbye (laughs) goodbye bear bye bear bye bear (laughs) okay um well he knew he was running out of time oh yeah yeah he thought he did think he was like is this how i'm gonna die uh his thoughts were is this bear gonna eat me alive or is he just gonna do so much damage that i die slowly which would you rather eaten alive 
because he's gonna hit he's gonna hit an artery you're gonna be out like it's gonna be whatever is quickest whatever is quickest i think lying knowing that you're dying yeah it's got to be the worst so he started saying his goodbyes in his head again oh um to his wife and kids um and he felt guilty that he'd even taken this trip in the first place um so yeah, I guess he was at this point in... So this is 2019. This is not like frontier America where they're trying to figure every, like find everything There's and like also, create There roots. is always something new to find, Julia. Okay, sure. And that is why education is so important. <laughs> you should have gone into teaching. <laughs> you were born for it. <laughs> um, he, wa- he was kind of in the situation you're describing at this point of like, I'm going to die. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then he remembered... Do you think his little knife the black knife, knife. Yes. it came back look at that um two and three quarter inch blade his dad had measured it mm. i love a dad he's into gadgets yeah he crawled his fingers through his pocket got it about four inches from the bear's neck and with one big heave stabbed it into its neck wow the bear lifts its head immediately which colin was originally a bit annoyed about because <laughs> It meant it had moved just out of reach, so he couldn't stab oh. it again. Like, he was planning to kind of continuously yeah. stab it, but now he couldn't reach it. So that was his one go. Okay. Um, but then suddenly, a big gush of blood comes from the bear's neck and lands on Colin. He says, now you're bleeding too, bear. All right, Colin. Less he, of the sass. You're gets, so lucky that you got given that knife. He gets pretty cocky about it. Yeah. Um, it's okay. a real... Obviously, that was in a Canadian accent, and it did sound cooler than... Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. just delivered it. Yeah. Um, the bear gets off him and returns to the bike, then the bush. Every time Colin moved, though, it caught the, caught the bear's attention again. Oh, God. So he tried to stay still, but then he realized if he didn't stop his leg from bleeding, it wouldn't matter if the bear came back or not. Yeah. So he moved quickly, and while the bear was still watching, he made a tourniquet by cutting the long sleeve shirt he was wearing with his knife. He pulled it up around his leg, tried to tie it, but it felt like his clothes had bunched up around his leg. He looks down to try and pull his trousers down, but realises they are ripped to shreds. And what it actually was, was meat poking out of the flesh. So he pulls the tourniquet up past the wound and cinches it down tight. Uh, He looked over at the bear at one point and thought, God, he's not bleeding as much as he was before wanting him to just fall over so he didn't have to like worry about him anymore um but now he looks over and the bear is gone so he just assumes it's gone yeah um and he tries to get back to his bike he couldn't walk his left leg useless yeah um so he uses his right leg to scoot along the road to the bike just praying the bear doesn't reappear with great struggle he gets onto his bike tries to take off but just immediately falls over. Oh, and how far away is he from? Seven kilometers. Uh, He lay in the road a minute, thinking whether he should try again or wait until a logging crew came driving past. But it was noon, and even if there was a crew out that day, it would be hours before they returned. And he's got no phone. There was no cell service. Of course. And four miles from the logging camp. So after the CCTV, we need to get in all woods. Can we please get some phone towers? Just like Wi-Fi. Like, come on. You should never be out of phone signal. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 
Yeah, so he's four miles from civilization, no cell service. So he realizes if he can't get back on the bike, there's no way out. Yeah. He'd already lost so much blood that he knows he can't wait long, uh, wait as long as it'll take for logging people to come back. Right. So he heaves himself up to try again, knowing this was his last chance. This time he makes it onto the seat and he's off. Uh, so there's kilometer marks, uh, markers of, as you go, kind of like the race for life. That's good. That's really helpful because then you can see. But like, also not because you know when like you race, run a race. Have you ever run a no. race? <laughs> Does egg and spoon count? Sure. Okay. Um, but like you, th- okay. Have you ever gone on a run? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you act like you haven't. I'm a human being. Yes, Abby. I've been, yeah. You remember I've the been best. on a run? Yeah, no, sure. but like you know when like you're running and you think you've been running for like half an hour and you look and it's been like two minutes. Yes. And then I stop running. Yeah, but like I think this is what happened here is the kilometer signs actually kind of showed him. Oh, that actually... It's, it's a lot, lot longer. Mm. So he'd got mauled at seven kilometers. And when he saw the five kilometer pass, his heart sank a little. Oh. Um, thinking he might not make it. And if he does, he might be an amputee at the end of it. But he kept on oh, trying. sorry, Colin. Your leg is fucked. If, if, if he's not an amputee at the end of this. Oh my God. Ooh. Right, sorry, carry on. He's got flesh poking out of his jeans. The, the bear was down to bone. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. He rides for about 45 minutes with just one leg until Ooh. finally he sees the logger's cabin. He had planned to scream for help uh, for the chef that had given him the lift. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but it turned out that the entire logging crew were actually there that day. They were eating lunch and their doors were open. So Colin comes crashing into the bottom of their stairs and shouts up at the door. Five guys come out looking shocked yeah. by the state he's in. but Probably really put off their lunch as well. Oh yeah, I don't think they went back to those no. steak sandwiches at all. Um, but they take a moment to kind of process yeah. and then they quickly rally together. They take him into the building, take the tourniquet off, wrap his leg and take it in turns to kneel and put pressure on his side because remember he did get bitten yes. on the side at the start. Yeah, uh, They patch up his 60 puncture wounds Jesus and Christ. according to Vito, the camp cook, who not only turned out to be the camp's Uber driver, but also <laughs> the official first aid attendant, <laughs> he does it all this You time. have to be in the kitchen. you got to know your way around a first he aid kit. He does it all. Um, he said he could see things you weren't meant to see. One wound was so big that his kidney was visible. Gross, gross. That's disgusting. You should not see organs ever. That's horrible. And he's a chef, so he was like, that's definitely a kidney. kidney. (laughs) Oh, God. He's like, if he doesn't make it, we've got dinner. Saute it up. Um, They called a helicopter to get him out, but by the time it lands, it's been almost two hours since the attack, and he's lost a lot of blood. They got him on IVs, and then he was incredibly lucky because the helicopter lady told him... (laughs) Official job title. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Paramedic. (laughs) Sorry. The helicopter lady. <laughs> Men can be helicopter ladies too, okay? <laughs> no, they can't. They're helicopter ladies. <laughs> <laughs> the, the paramedic hmm. told him uh, they'd only just recently been given permission to take blood with them and give transfusions on the spot. Well, isn't that lucky? Right? By midnight, he's in an operating room in Vancouver. The attack was around noon to give you. Right, so we're a full 12 hours An idea. have passed. Yeah, exactly. Wow, well done. That was... <laughs> I didn't notice that. Wow. <laughs> okay. His first surgery lasts six and a half hours. Doctors make an eight-inch incision to repair the artery wound in his left leg and treat more than 50 gashes and bite wounds, needing in all 200 staples and stitches. Oof. After surgery, he suffered from infected wounds and nerve damage. Oh, mm. but in late August 2019, so it happened late July. So yeah, about a month so we're later. later yeah. uh, Colin was transferred to his local hospital and soon started working on his rehabilitation, including physiotherapy to rebuild the strength in his badly injured left leg. I cannot he still believe has he it. still has it. 
So the damage to his femoral artery and other injuries were very serious, but the more enduring injury was to the nerves in his left leg. Okay. Um, Colin saw a specialist and was told that a large nerve for an important quadriceps muscle had been completely severed by the bear. It was questionable whether he would ever be able to walk naturally again. Right, okay. Colin asked, is there anything I can do? Um, And he was told that the nerve could possibly regenerate as long as he listened to his physiotherapist. Mm -hmm. So Colin worked hard and in January 2020, so that's... We've gone from August to January. <laughs> yeah. I like, this is a very short period of time. Yeah, this is. Six yeah. months only yeah. after the attack. The specialists saw some nerve regeneration in his left leg. So much so that in early February, Colin ran 200 meters on a treadmill. No way. Then there was no stopping him. The treadmill, then stair climber, anything that would help him regain strength. And Colin began jogging and mountain biking the trails near his house again. Stay off the trails, Colin! So mentally, it was a lot harder than he thought it would be to get back into the woods. Yeah. Um, and he made but a. He conch- was looking over his shoulder the whole time. Yeah, but he made a conscious effort to walk in the bush just behind his house. He was he wasn't going up nearby. Mountains, yeah, yeah. But, um, Stay close. Just behind his house because he didn't want to be overwhelmed by fear. Uh, he used tactics to help him, like playing music in headphones to drown out the noise of critters moving around. Um, and he has since bumped into a few black bears on the trails. But he yells and they go away. Luckily, no grizzlies. <sighs> You'd fully shit yourself, wouldn't you, if you saw another bear? So you thought it was impressive that in February he ran 200 metres on, on a treadmill. I did, yeah. In September 2020, he ran a half marathon. Now you're just showing off, Colin. I know, That's a little bit. That's too much. A little bit. Um, but in 2021, he gave an interview saying that his recovery was an ongoing project. And that though at first it was positive and encouraging, he does admit to feelings of frustration over how the recovery process is still ongoing. He said, if you go back a year, I was ecstatic about how far I've come in such a short period of time with my recovery up to and including running a half marathon. Now it's like, oh man, some of the things I thought were going to happen never happened, or at least maybe haven't come along as far as I'd hoped. Um, I feel like if you're running half marathons, you're fine. Like, um, well, yeah, this is the thing is I couldn't quite find, because I was was intrigued kind of what that meant. Yeah. And I was like, did, did he run, run the marathon or was he still on crutches? Or I couldn't find anything that was up to date from 2023. All I could find okay. was stuff. I think 2022 was the most recent reported on like how he was doing. Mm. So I couldn't find like really detailed, yeah. up to date stuff on his recovery. All okay. I found was him saying this. So I don't fully know what it means or what yeah. he's referencing. I just feel like it already sounds like he is way more active than I am. Oh yeah. Oh, for sure. I'm like, I'm, most I feel, people I'm are. fine. Yeah. And <laughs> like, I live quite a happy life. But so. I guess if you're a very outdoorsy person and very oh yeah um, active and he still has pain maybe. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe yeah. it's... Yeah. I mean, if you're not traumatised after an experience like that, yeah, that's strange, surely. Yeah. Um, but for now, he assesses it as a life-changing event um, and doesn't spend a lot of time on the negative saying... I just don't seem to draw much value from focusing on the dramatic part. He said, he focuses on the awesomeness of the event, how cool it is, and I survived it. And I'm comfortable being the badass dude that took on a grizzly bear with a pocket knife and won. And I now always carry pepper spray when I'm out in the bush. Uh, Despite the trauma, he's still willing to entertain the idea of summiting the mountain named after his grandfather if he makes a full recovery but wasn't sure, saying it might not be worth yeah, it. Don't bother, Colin. Don't bother. Have it, a tea. Sit down. Yeah. Well, he says it might be nice just to look at from the view. Yeah. And that is the story of Colin Dowler, the man who took on a grizzly bear. Amazing. With a pocket knife. Well, clearly then, there's only one answer for the survival well, toolkit. The only other possible... The bike. We've already got a bike. No, 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 no. Oh. Would be... If he'd had bear spray, 
Possibly the whole thing might never or have pockets. happened. Or pockets. If you'd have had working pockets. A bum a bag. Zip, a bum, we're not putting a bum bag. I refuse. <laughs> I well, refuse to allow a bum bag into the survival toolkit. Because apparently research on bum bear bags. pepper oh. spray. <laughs> um, apparently bears fully leave the area 90% of the time. And no one in the 80-something incidents studied was hurt when... Um, it was sprayed. So either oh. the bear leaves or the bear just left them alone. So yeah. bear spray does seem to be pretty damn successful as a deterrent. Yes. However... He did use a pocket knife. He used a pocket... Yeah, he didn't have But spray. I do have to say that like bear experts say people who end up stabbing, climbing, running or fighting a bear in any way only do so because they haven't brought a, det- a deterrent. And there is a science to avoiding bear attacks... Don't walk alone. Make a lot of noise. Don't broadcast any strong smells, which I don't feel like you always are in control of. Certainly not when faced with a bear. Um, and most important, importantly, carry a deterrent. It probably is. is it's got to be the pocket knife. Is the pocket knife. Yeah, because that's what he actually used. But I see it's but nice. But in future, yeah. perhaps a bum bag and some bear, bear spray. Or just some bear spray in a pocket with a zip. With a zip. Do you have any... <laughs> Pockets with zips. Pockets Absolutely zips. not. No, do neither. I go walking where there are bears? No, don't do that either. So. Uh, as always, if you have your listeners, like, oh, Whoa. fucking hell. <laughs> it's because it's my turn to speak now. Yeah. Uh, if you have survived a worst case scenario, you can send your stories to help at wcspod.com and we'll read them out. Yes, please. Thank you. Okay. Hi, Julia and Abby. Love the pod. Oh, a little brag. Thank you for the compliment. We do like you more for it. Here is a little survival story from me. Okay. When I was 17, I went on a holiday family to what turned out to be a town in France that was hosting the World Surfing Championships. What turned out to be? (laughs) Yeah. I guess she didn't know when she was going. When they were going. Um, I'm not sure if... That's exactly what it was called, but it de- it was definitely a big deal in the surf world for sure. Okay. My best friend at the time. Ooh, that doesn't sound great. <laughs> Why do we? Every story, <laughs> every story is like at the time. Maybe it's because after post survival, it's too hard to stay friends. Let's say it's that. We'll see. We'll see what happened. My best friend at the time was a keen surfer, so we invited him along, and he brought a spare board for me so that he could teach me to surf. Oh no, it's in the water. Mm-mm. We went out most days and I was absolutely awful and got shouted at a lot for being in the way of professional surfers. <laughs> I guess it was like learning to ride a bike on a stage of the Tour de France. Yeah, hilarious. Because I was getting shouted at a lot, I decided to go a bit further out to get out of the way and to give myself a bit of a run up to catch a wave. <laughs> Definitely not how it works. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. We, we haven't given context here. Julia is a bodyboarding enthusiast. Oh, absolutely. I'm so... Yeah. Because bodyboarding and surfing is definitely the same thing. I have surfed before, so just putting that out there. I soon started to realise, though, that however hard I paddled to get back in, I was still drifting out to sea. (gasps) No. The board was strapped to my foot, so I jumped off and just swam as hard and as fast as I could for as long as I could. But when I stopped swimming, I was still in the same place. Oh my god! I tried this several times till I was too tired to try anymore. Oh no. There was nothing I could do. The beach was so full and noisy, but I was now at sea. Ah. I could barely see the people on the beach anymore, let alone hear them. Luckily, I had the board to keep me afloat as I was beaten. Oh my god, no. Then, out of nowhere, a god of a man appeared in a <laughs> kayak. Okay. <laughs> paddling towards me in broken english he said he could see i was in trouble and would i like him to tow me into shore yes please i was saved i then thought of the shame i would feel being towed back into a busy beach by a man on a kayak while everyone watched my friend mike telling everyone back a home especially shameful. yeah i guess so. yeah, <laughs> like, how embarrassing. So embarrassing. Oh. a kayak, a oh, kayak if only he'd been things. on a bodyboard my friend mike telling everyone back home what had happened so in order to save the embarrassment, I told the man I was fine, and he paddled off. Okay. 
Oh, oh, the what? kayak with the god. The god has paddled off. No, you're yeah. kidding. I thought as in like he'd paddled her into shore and no, then no. she was like, I'm fine. You can, you she, know, you know when a kid asks you to drop, like uh, to ask their parents to drop them around the corner? Yes. I thought that's so what happened. Oh, they no. They have not even moved. So she pictured what the embarrassment would feel like wow. to be paddled and in. And she was like, I would literally rather die. That's what she's choosing. That is what, well, Yeah. I'm no longer, you know what? Everything from this point forward is your fault. Okay. <laughs> no um, uh, so in order to save embarrassment, I told the man I was fine and he paddled off. I might die, but at least I wouldn't live to be embarrassed. Okay. Luckily, a couple of minutes later, the guy came back and asked again. Oh, what a guy. God. What a hero. Thank God. I humbly accepted his offer and was towed back to shore. The riptide was so strong that he even struggled in the kayak and I had to grip hard onto the surfboard to fight against it. When we got home, we discovered the beach was notorious for its strong riptide and in the week we were there, three people had died what? on the very same beach no. after getting caught in the current. That's awful. That's crazy. I hate the sea. Yeah. That's so scary. Isn't it? That is so scary. Imagine that. You're just like out... So I used to be a um, swimming teacher. And, uh, what haven't you taught? Like literally nothing. There is nothing I have not taught. History? I mean, I've ha- I was a cover teacher for Any- a bit. Anything that needs a qualification. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I was a cover teacher, so I did have to cover just whatever oh, lessons were. Oh, I see. So yes, actually, I have done history, Abby. Okay. And no, I didn't know anything that I was saying. <laughs> um, but they teach you... So we obviously had to teach the kids. This is when I was in Australia as well. So we had to teach the kids like how to deal with a riptide. <gasps> And um, they say, just lie, the instructions we gave, mm-hmm. which is just lie back and put your arm, so like this, the save me sign, is just like put your hand up in the air. I'm careful, you don't want that on camera. I know, kind, yeah, not great. Not a great image. <laughs> Burn that me. Um, and then, but then Especially you move Especially with it, the red flags around. You move, <laughs> you move it side to side, very like deliberately. Right. Um, and, but you lie on your back. But if you're that far out, I've got very short arms. If you're lying on your back, I don't trust people to see my arm weight. Like, I think you'd be gone. Well, apparently three people died. Yeah, so. that's terrible, isn't it? It's shocking. Anyway, don't go in the sea. The ski, the ski. <laughs> the sea is scary. Yeah. It's one of my biggest fears. Yeah. What's Do you watch Saving Lies at Sea? No. I love that program. It's so good. Do you watch it, Neil? Neil, watch it. it's so of good. What is, it's so, so is it just good. like a lifeguard thing? Yeah, it follows the RNLI oh. on like all of their like saves, right? Oh, it's just it's great. Yeah, it's so good. And they basically do show them like pulling up to people like her and like getting them in and, oh, and saving god. them. Sometimes they save dogs. Oh my god! Yeah, which are the best ones because then the little dog is safe and it's so good. Oh. And um. Yeah, I'd love that program. <laughs> a little shout out for that program. Shout out for that program. It's such a good program. We are sponsored by... Oh, I'd it? love to be. I did actually match someone on a dating app once and he was like a lifeguard and I was like, I love saving lives at sea. And he was like... That just sounds like you're bragging about saving lives at sea. You're personally <laughs> yeah, saving yeah. these lives. It's just like also my passion in life. <laughs> um, no, he was like, I was on it. And I was like... And then he ghosted me. So. Oh no. I, I, I like to just think he drowned. <laughs> Too far? Was he a was he a lifeguard? Yeah, he was a lifeguard. Unlikely. He <laughs> <laughs> come on, you That's why he's not replied. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's definitely My dream dead. Man. He's definitely dead. That's how that works. Next one. No, oh, are we doing another one? Yeah, yeah, we yeah. doing another one. Okay. More. Uh hi Abby and Julia. Binge listen to all it seems it seems embarrassing saying the braggy things at the bit. Like it's really nice that people are saying that, but doesn't I'll it say seem it if a you bit Hi, Abby and Julia. Binge listened to all the episodes on a particularly long drive back from the say north again, say again, Julia. and loved it. <laughs> Thought I'd share a funny story. Yes, please. Back in Freshers' year of uni, for anybody who is not from the UK, Freshers is the first week of your first year of uni. Yeah, but you also do it in the other years as well. Freshers' week. Yeah, but it's for the first, it's for the like newcomers, isn't it? Yeah, but it's only enjoyable for the later years. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's never actually good for the freshers. Um. 
Oh, that, that, you said that so threatening. Is that just my personal experience? <laughs> I seek out those freshers and I make sure they have a terrible time. No, I just had a bad fresh this week. And I feel like everyone I meet had a bad fresh this week. Oh, really? And then like second and third year, once you've started to like, you've got like people you, got you like and mm. you've got hobbies, <laughs> then it's like freshers week is really fun. Oh, okay. But first week is... It's a lot of forced it's a, interaction. It's a lot of trying to mm. be someone you're not. Yeah. Whilst drinking more alcohol than you ever have done before. Yes. Yeah. And like trying to impress people and make them like you that's the gate yeah so you try and get so those kind of like the on. worst possible week yeah exactly so there you go set set the scene lovely <laughs> well done it's just rude that she didn't do it in the first place <laughs> come on guys i mean she might have done but you did stop me pretty early on <laughs> <laughs> back in fresh's year of uni i was on a night out in a brand new white skirt <sighs> that's your first mistake uh, she's written red flag nice. in brackets, which I really, really I approve that. of that. Really getting on board with the concept. Yeah, thanks. Mm. Uh, white, new white skirt and heels. Obviously, I ended up slipping over on a spilled drink, burst my head open. Whoa, that escalated quickly. Yeah, and knocked myself unconscious. Obviously. I love the obviously <laughs> yeah, there. Obviously. obviously. I thought she was going to be like, obviously I slipped over, got shit stain on the skirt. Yeah. <laughs> but no, boom, head wide open. I was wearing a white skirt. I was asking for it. That's what she's saying. <laughs> Skirt's not even near the head. <laughs> How is that linked? <laughs> I was like, this is going to be a skirt orientated issue. It happens. Issue. It happens. Um, <laughs> Split my head open. <laughs> so she's unconscious. Head burst open. <laughs> We've all been there. Drink spilled all over her white white skirt and that is the greatest tragedy of the it story is. yeah she's really embarrassed herself yeah when the ambulance arrived <laughs> all of these stories are just women being like i was so embarrassed yeah it was like god you were gonna die <laughs> oh wait wait for this so when the ambulance arrived my friend was so covered in my blood they carried her down the stairs and let me walk in heels <gasps> i actually have a story about this okay. should i let you finish first please okay that would be nice <laughs> once how many episodes in are we <laughs> hey it's nice i asked i'm learning i'm quite taken aback by that I need, <laughs> I need to take a minute <laughs> okay so her friend they're carrying they're looking after very well they're looking after her friend who yeah. is covered in her blood Fab. she's hobbling down in heels Oh my God. Then on the way to the hospital, the ambulance got lost and they gave me multiple painkillers. And then in brackets, she's written, mixed with unconsciousness and alcohol. So I thought my friend was driving, telling her she couldn't even park in Tesco, so she should let them drive. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. I've seen your parking. Let the professionals drive. Let the, let the ambulance lady the drive. The ambulance lady. <laughs> Sorry, no, it's more of a van lady. Oh, um. God. <laughs> It's, it's all about Are there any other the medical vehicle. professionals that Abby can uh, insult? Police and car ladies. Oh, sure. <laughs> Ambulance van ladies. Yeah, Helicopter yeah. ladies. <laughs> RNLI boat ladies. Yeah, yeah. Any more? You got any more <laughs> in you? Yeah? Boat ladies sound well fun. <laughs> boat ladies. What a job. Okay. <laughs> so she's off her tits on painkillers and alcohol. At least I'm promoting women. <laughs> I mean, but in the most offensive way you could possibly do it. <laughs> Give it up for my lady. Yeah, okay. okay. Gosh. <laughs> Whew, okay. So, so she thought a friend was driving. She was like, leave it to the professionals. The hospital then thought I was super drunk and needed to sober up, leaving me with a literal hole in my head down to my skull uh, and a bandage on the... Oh, and a bandage on the bar staff had put on. So she's got a bandage. Well, that's the not bar clean. As someone who's her. worked in a bar, nothing we give you is clean. Four hours later, they eventually look at it, sending me immediately for a CT scan and oh a, cos a cosmetic surgeon had to sew my head up. And I was left to recover till the morning. That is too late for a CT scan. As well, an avid watcher of Grey's Anatomy, I know that is very you gotta important. You've got to do that immediately. Mm, if, mm. There is, if there is head trauma... Yeah. Well, they just thought she was pissed. Wow. Mm. I also loved the um, hobbling down the stairs in heels. That She didn't even need to tell us it was fresh this week. Oh, yeah. If you're still wearing heels. Exactly. That is so fresh. Yeah. 
That was first week of uni. That is the last time I wore heels, I think. I think me too, actually. It was going. I brought so many and then immediately found out everyone in one went out in trainers. Yeah. And I don't think I've worn heels. I can't wear heels now. Yeah, I don't think my feet would bend that way now. No, it's gen- like for five minutes, it's pain. Mm. But why would you need to? Um, to top it all off, they forgot to tell me that when I stood up the next day to leave, I would feel dizzy. So when I left the hospital, I ended up passing out in the car park and split, almost passing out in the car park and splitting my head open once again. Oh, God. Safe to say I've been more careful where I walk on a night out since. Can I tell you my story now? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Go on. Oh, well done. You've really sat patiently there. <laughs> Thank you. So at uni, yeah. actually... This is actually more of a person I knew story. Mm-hmm. But it was Halloween. Mm-hmm. They all, you know, covered themselves in blood for Halloween. Yeah. And one of her housemates, um, I haven't told the story in ages, so I don't remember exactly what happened, but got badly injured. Mm. And she came home to the flat and like there was like, where she like touched the walls, there was like blood and stuff. Yeah. But everyone just thought she was dressed up for Halloween. Yeah. Where, so but no she was like heavily bleeding. Um and no one, no one took it seriously because they thought it was just a costume. It was a bad story because Shit. I don't remember exactly what the injury was. Die? It was actually like really dramatic. <laughs> no, I think eventually they worked it out and she got taken to hospital. Wow. But it just remind me of the like the friend being covered in the blood and then thinking she's yeah. injured. Yeah. So basically don't get injured on Halloween. So also if you want to attack someone, <laughs> Halloween's the night. <laughs> if you're going to look at it from the reverse. You know, if you had the victim's blood on you, would they notice... You could walk around the streets. Yeah. Welcome to Worst Case Scenario, <laughs> the podcast that is now for... Where we tell you how to commit crimes. <laughs> so that's it. That's the... I, we can't end on that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so if you have a listener story as well of a time you survived the worst case scenario and lived to tell the tale, uh, please send it to us. Help at wcspod.com. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> that was really weird. We did not bring eye contact and it was really oh, no. intense. <laughs> Too much. Hope you survive another week. Bye. Get attacked by an angry shark. Stuck up a mountain in the dark. Pushed up the top of a big landmark. Hit by lightning in your local park. Caught in a downpour of acid rain. Struck by a meteor or a train. A proton beam passing through your brain. Attacked by that angry shark again. Hear how they survive. Trampled by a herd of buffalo Chased with an axe by your new friend Joe Buried alive in a pile of snow The worst case scenario Hold up, what was that? Boring, no flavor That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.